Hello, and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today, we're going to talk about acting on good impulses. snuffly. You sound a little stuffy. Yeah. Hope it's not too bad. Yes, I don't. It isn't. And I hope it doesn't make me unlistenable. No, I don't think you're unlistenable. (laughs) Glad to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) But I do know that feeling like it, it often sounds way worse in your head than it does to other people. Right. There's that. Yeah. And it, it, for some reason, that makes me think of how um, different it is to hear my voice now that I listen to the podcast every week than oh, right. before. When, remember how it used to be horrible to hear your own voice in a, when yeah. it was recorded? Yeah. And now it's normal. Weird. It is. That is weird. I know. Yeah. It's, well, I guess after you listen to, what is this, episode 90? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, episode 90. Wow. Um. I think this is 90. It is 90, um, yeah. Uh, but, like, after listening to that and, you know, actually listening to the episodes, not just when editing them or working on the show notes or whatever, that's a lot of hours of our voices. <laughs> it is. It's a good I never really thought it. about it. Yeah. Hmm. But that's like, if we just say each episode is a half an hour, that's 45 hours of oh, voices. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, That's just a crazy thing to have realized. It, yeah, it really is. Oh, well. Thanks, thanks to everyone who listens to us yes. <laughs> uh, for 45 hours, if there is anybody besides us. <laughs> right. <laughs> we appreciate you. Let yeah. us know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which reminds me, I got a notification that um, we hit the Apple podcast charts. Wow. Is that right? Well, we broke through the top 100 podcasts on health and fitness in the health and fitness category in Poland. Yay for our (laughs) Polish listeners. That's amazing. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? Yes. I love that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We resonate in Poland. That's excellent. Apparently. I know. Very cool. Yeah. And, you know, we've. We've um, been downloaded in nearly a hundred countries now. That's great. Yeah, we're we're literally all over the world, except yeah. Antarctica. Still no Antarctica. Ugh. Still no Antarctica. Uh, I mean, there's always a handful of um, of 
locations they can't identify downloads or they can't identify the location. So, you know, one of those could be Antarctica, but it would be really awesome if it would show up. Yes, please. If anybody <laughs> knows somebody in Antarctica, please ask them to download one episode so we can make that <laughs> goal. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, we care about what really counts. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so today we are talking about acting on good impulses. Yeah, that's a nice thing. And, and yeah. uh, some people may be hesitant to act on even their best impulses uh, out of perfectionism. Correct? Right. And not only hesitant, but end up not doing anything at all. Right. Um, because they want to get it right. And then I think, you know, sort of the, the typical thing is like, oh, well, I'm actually just realized I just did this a little bit with our oldest and we have to send him something and Mike packaged it up and I said wait we can't send it without some goodies and then um huh. that was he packaged it up on Sunday and I still haven't gotten the goodies <laughs> oh no <And laughs> so um I because I wanted to you know get it right he doesn't have his package yet right so Act on the good impulse and don't worry about how good the goodie is. Yeah. Um, and, that, you know, that's one of the things that I've sort of realized over time is that most of the time people just like, because I think of this mostly about like contacting people or giving gifts or something like that. And most of the time people just like being remembered. Right. It really is the thought that counts. Like it knowing really that someone is. has a thought. <laughs> yes, exactly. And boy, oh boy, if we acted, every time we thought of somebody uh, fondly, that whom we're not in contact with regularly or something, and actually acted on it, sent a text or a note in the mail or an email or a call, just think how happy people would be. Yeah. Yeah. I have someone in my life who... Um, who does that periodically and I'll just get a text from her saying, Hey, I was just thinking about you and wanted to say hi and then send like 50 emoji hearts. <laughs> well, that's nice. And does it make your day when that happens? It does. Yeah. Wow, and I try to good. do that. Um, especially like with my college girlfriends when, um, like I'll hear a song or I'll see something that reminds me of one of them and I'll, I'll text and say, Oh my God, remember this song? And, you know, but just so, you know, people get random texts from me, but there are also plenty of times where I'll think of it and I'll think, Oh, I should do it this way or I should send something, you know, or whatever. And then it never happens. And right. then, it's like too much time has passed and then it just seems weird and then you don't do anything. <laughs> exactly. Well, why don't you tell the, the listeners the, about the event that sparked this topic? Oh, so I was at a coffee shop um, working on a 
drawing for my cartooning class. And I noticed there was a little girl who was not having a whole lot of fun. And she was sort of <laughs> like, I saw her sort of off, like the mom was trying to order and she was not feeling good. And then she's like, started sort of pitching a fit and then the mom was trying to leave. And then she like hid in the corner behind me. Okay. And I just had this, impulse to like see if there was anything I could do to help you know instead of like being annoyed that there was this kid pitching a fit right behind me um I just thought you know it's not always easy maybe there's something I could do and instead of like overthinking it I just looked right. at the mom and and sort of raised my eyebrows and she kind of shrugged at me and <laughs> and so I I can't even remember how I started engaging her to begin with, but um, Mia and uh, she said, oh, she had, she was holding something. That's what it was. <laughs> I had to think about the drawing I made. She was holding something. I said, what's that? She said, it's my banjo. Oh, <laughs> and that's it, was like, <laughs> it was a metal jar lid with a um, tongue depressor. And then rubber bands for the strings and like the whole thing was glued together and it actually looked really cute. And then she played it for me. She held it up to my ear and like plucked the rubber band strings and, and then I asked her her name and, and, um, and then she like got all happy and then she saw my, my art supplies and she's like, what's that? And she came over and she started looking at them. And then she told me about how she likes to draw. And then she wanted to see some of my pictures. And, and then I looked back at the mom. I'm like, is this okay? And she's like, yeah. I bet. I'm sure she was thrilled. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and so she's looking at my pictures. And I was like, well, do you like to draw? She's like, yeah, I think. And then she wanted to know my name. And I told her my name. And I said, it's Shannon. And she said, okay, what's your name again? I said, Shannon. And, and then her mom said, Oh, you have a you had a teacher, Shannon. And she's like, Oh, that's right. I did. And I shook her hand and I said, it's nice to meet you. And she thought that was really hilarious. <laughs> and, um, and then pretty soon she said, well, I'm going to go home and I'm going to make a drawing of you. Where do you live? <laughs> it's like, oh, I live down the street. <laughs> and she's like, well, I said, do you want to know so you know how to get the drawing to me? She's like, yeah. And I said, well, why don't you just, um, how about if your mom takes a picture of it and texts it to me? And she's like, oh, that'd be perfect. And, you know, I just said that so the mom could say that she did it. And <laughs> yeah, I didn't get her. I mean, I didn't give her my phone number or anything. I just gave an an electronic out for her mom. <laughs> uh -huh. And um, and then Mia was like, "Okay, we have to go because I have to go home and do my drawing." I was like, "Okay, nice to meet you." And then they and then she was all happy to leave, and everything was good. Um, but it was just nice, like, to have that impulse to see if I could help, and then be able to help. Absolutely. And you didn't worry, you didn't get self-conscious, you didn't worry that your help wouldn't be welcome. You just gave a little bit of eye contact so you could get permission and then went with mm -hmm. it. 
And yeah, he he made both that child and that mother and everybody else in the coffee shop actually <laughs> a lot happier. <laughs> you, there were a few glares in her direction. <laughs> yeah, and you got a terrific uh, drawing out of it. Yeah, you drew her. Yeah, that's right. We'll have to include a drawing of the of of. I mean, we'll have to include that drawing in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. But um. You know, because I've also, I've been in situations where I've had that impulse to help and then second guess it, like, well, I don't know, you know, kids aren't supposed to talk to strangers and is that, you know, I don't want to interfere or, you know, whatever. I talk myself out of it. Right. I think it's pretty common and really natural, but it's really nice when when you can uh, let go of all that and actually just, you know, make somebody's day better. Yeah. Yeah. I like giving out compliments to strangers. I mean, if I can find something, you know, usually it's an article of clothing or glasses or a haircut, something mm -hmm. like that, that just makes me happy to compliment someone because who doesn't like that? I know. I, the other day, someone, what did I get complimented on? I don't even remember. I just remember being really happy that the person was like, oh, I love your whatever. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember having my day made. And it's funny. I can't even remember what it was about. Right. But you remember that great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's something as easy as helping someone if you see them with a map, a street map. And, and they're trying, if anyone uses maps. I see that quite a bit in town and um, and I do try to stop and and ask people if I can help them find something. Um, and also just in our neighborhood. Uh-huh. Well, your neighborhood's easy to get lost in, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it took me two years before I stopped getting lost in the neighborhood. <laughs> and every once in a while still I'll end up somewhere other than where I think I should be. <laughs> the, just so listeners know, um, Portland is pretty much set up on a grid system with um, numbered streets going uh, north-south and um, named streets going east-west, except that in my neighborhood, they completely went off that grid and went at an angle. So it's like designed like an sort of like an English garden and it has a central circle. And then the two main streets um, intersect that at an angle, which is 45 degrees off from the rest of the grid. And then there's all these other streets. So you can't, unless you're on one of those main streets you can't go straight you have to like zigzag your way through the neighborhood and it's really easy to zig when you're supposed to zag and end up on a completely different street than you were expecting <laughs> it's almost like it was designed to be to look good on a map yeah it does look good on a map yeah for sure really good on a map. yeah <laughs> i was thinking originally it was like it was designed to look good from above but it was probably designed before people were above so maybe it was just for the map. Yeah, because this is one of the first um, 
planned residential neighborhoods in Portland. Oh, that's interesting. And I think it was at the very beginning of the 20th century. Like, yeah. I think the earliest houses are like 1906 or so. Wow. That's cool. And that's, a, you know, in Portland, that's old. I mean, yes. you know, <laughs> right. It's old in St. Louis too, but we, that was our boom time. So we have lots and lots of houses that were built around that time. But uh, in Portland, 19, yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, you probably run into lost people in your neighborhood all the time. Yeah. So I always do, you know, just ask if I can help. Um, you know, what's funny is if, people are curious they can look at the picture of us on um our getting to good enough website and in the background behind you is a t-shirt with um a map a sort of a diagram of the neighborhood oh well that's funny isn't that funny yeah well okay i can so they just need to click on the about your hosts tab. Yeah. Now, I, of course, I have to look at that. <laughs> you have to yeah. see if it's yeah. true. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. And when I saw that t-shirt, I didn't realize that's what it was. Oh, really? You just thought it was a design? Yeah. 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 That's really cool. That's crazy, though. That's a crazy way to lay out streets. Oh, yeah. It's completely bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> completely um. bonkers. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, the, what we talked about a couple of episodes ago about doing good in the world, um, the, my whole picking up garbage thing, that started as a good impulse. Mm. Um, and I just noticed when I was out on my runs that there's a fair amount of litter. And I, it occurred to me that I could do something about that. Mm -hmm. And so I acted on it by asking for some trash grabbers for Christmas and then I've been picking up trash. Um, How's that going? I forgot to send you bags. Sorry, <laughs> I left town. Do you still need bags? Oh, I think I'm going to need a lot of bags. Okay. I will. I promise um, I'll get some in the mail. Oh, well, thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, I picked up three bags of trash in the pouring rain today. And I started wow. um, chronicling the the odd things that I found I'm not going to tell you about the other the um the latest weird things but I did post one drawing of some of the weird things I found which includes um a little rubber frog a um one Barbie doll leg <laughs> <laughs> um some other random things because I do oh, find cool. a lot of random things so it's like a treasure hunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A treasure hunt, but garbage. Right. Barry has a drawer full of things like that. I know. I'm surprised yeah. I haven't found more things that would be drawer worthy. Right. Don't send them to him. Make your own I'm drawer. Not, I'm okay, not going good. to. <laughs> he does, I'm not keeping any full. of the strange things. <laughs> You're not? No. Oh, I would have a hard time not taking home a rubber frog. The rubber frog was really cute, but it was disgustingly filthy. There was no way I was putting it in my pocket. Oh, yeah. Well, you pick it up like poop and you keep it in your bag. 
the bag is full of other trash. Oh, that's right. You have limited bags. I only have one bag with me when I'm out. That's right. Yeah, right. Because remember, I picked up the most disgusting thing and kept it. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> um, Just so the listeners know, not poop. <laughs> well, I pick that up all the time, but I don't keep it. Right. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think f- for me, this has come up so many times over the years of, um, like you said, of acknowledging someone else or like when you think of someone or even sending a thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we've talked about this before, but um, it's so easy to think that you have to do it a particular way and you have this impulse and then it's gone. So true. Yeah, and you can make it easier for yourself to act on impulse, uh, certain impulses like sending a thank you note, by having the supplies handy and available right. and uh, not having to dig them out. I need, I have on my task list to write two thank you notes that have not yet been written. And I have plenty of pens around me, so I have no great excuse. <laughs> but I think it, there is a little bit of perfectionism in there because I want to make sure that the card looks really great. But really, that doesn't matter. I just need to write the cards and put them in the mail. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I think that there, um, that this is going to be one of the, th- things that will be most difficult for me to overcome. Like, I feel like I have gotten way less perfectionistic in so many areas of my life. Um, And, but this is one that still plagues me. Interesting. Uh, Then specifically, like, getting perfectionistic about acting on your impulses? Um, Yeah, like, just what we're talking about. Like I'm thinking right now I could name probably four things. And if I tried, I'm sure more of things where I thought about doing a good thing and then didn't do it because I wanted to do, I thought I should do it Mm -hmm. in a particular way. And then that got too complicated and, and then I didn't do it. Yeah. When you put it that way, I, I can think of a few cases as well. In my life, yeah. Uh, so maybe uh, those people who are listening will be able to think of this episode next time something pops into their head that they might do for somebody else, and then they can just do it. Yeah, I hope they will. I'm going to try to. Me too. <laughs> it's actually one of my, um, uh, I think I made that one of my 20 and 2020 things not necessarily not as general as acting on good impulses but more specific to um sending thank yous Mm. Um, because that's a big one where i weirdly get caught up in perfectionism yeah and then it feels like too much time has passed and it's weird and then i don't do anything right Yep. I was just thinking about how when my mom was alive and she had Parkinson's and was Mm -hmm. fairly immobile in her last few years, so she didn't get out a lot. And I intended to write her postcards all the time. Um, And I even 
you know, people, friends would give me postcards that I could mail to her. And I really did not do it as frequently as my good intentions. Mm. And I'm, I'm sad about that because now I can't send them to her. Yeah. I could, I could send them to my dad though, couldn't I? You could. He, he gets, of course, I probably got rid of the postcards, but still a little note in the mail was always a nice thing. Yeah. Yes, I think I'll do that. Yeah. So, um, I know that's something I'm going to definitely, uh, I don't even want to say try, but I feel a little worried to say do in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there something between try and do? <laughs> try hard to do, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> try just sounds so lame and do sounds yeah. so scary. You could say something that you intend to do this year. Yes. Yeah, I do intend to do it. Yeah. Did you, what kind of goal did you set? I mean, what was it? Send more thank you notes or was it a specific number? Um, it was just send, yeah, send thank you cards for gifts and invites. Like right. if I, you know, like we went over to dinner to this other couple's house and thought, oh, I should send them a thank you. And then I thought, well, maybe I should do blah, 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 or blah, blah, blah. And then, like, just send a dang thank you card. Right. It doesn't even have to be a card. No. Yeah. It probably would be nice just to text them. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? You sort of lose that window. Like, you can't really, we can, but you don't want to send a thank you text a week later. Right. And <laughs> yeah, I understand. Uh, but yeah, make it easy on yourself to achieve that goal by having some cards handy that right. you can just grab. Yeah. And I think I need to go so far as to have them unboxed on my desk. I have a little slot on my desk that I can put them in. And I think that's what I need to do. Just you can to like easily just take grab it. All the barriers out of it. Yeah. And you know where the best cards come from. Pal books. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's I'm still working on the ones I bought there like five years ago. <laughs> oh my Obviously gosh. I don't send a lot of cards. <laughs> but <laughs> I do have some great ones I bought there. And um, that's what I'll grab when I go to write these two notes, which I think I will write as soon as we finish recording today. All right, well, I'm going to write my two notes then, too. Excellent. Text me when they're done, please. I will. Okay. And um, I'll do the same. And, yeah. And so we would like to hear from you, our listeners. Are you going to send two notes, too? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> We're dying to know. You know what? Are you likely to act on your good impulses? Um, we would love to hear stories about when you did. And we would also love to know uh, how you get hung up on that. If there's something else that we could talk about that would be helpful to you. You can let us know by calling the hotline at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. Uh, you can contact us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Getting to Good Enough. And on Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. 
And then, of course, we're on our website, which you're going to want to check out anyway to go see that picture of us <laughs> at gettingtogoodenough.com. Um, and, you know, we got a message from someone recently that said um, she keeps meaning to call the hotline and tell us um, how much she's learned from listening to the podcast, but she keeps not doing it because she wants to come up with the right message. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's just so meta of what we're doing. Here. Yes. That's awesome. So if you have the impulse to call the hotline, pick up the phone and dial 413-424-4843 and just leave a message. You can say at the end of it, you know what? Please don't use this message. We won't. But we would just love to hear from you. <laughs> yes, we would. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. So for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. I hope we get some calls. Right, me too.